Greetings. This is Chris from We Hate Bards, and I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or on whatever other podcast service you're hearing us from. If you want to slip us a couple of gold pieces to help cover the cost of the podcast, then head on over to our Patreon account at www.patreon.com slash wehatebards. Those that back us will receive early release episodes of the podcast, custom content, and Patreon-only podcast episodes. If you're looking to join any of our games, head on over to the meetup and search We Hate Bards. We've got multiple games, both virtual and in person, going on weekly, and membership is always free. Again, thanks for listening. And now, on to the podcast. Hello again, this is Chris, and again, we're going to be sitting down and continuing our adventures of Phil in Steve Jackson's Sorcery, Kare, City Port of Traps. Uh, and uh, so far, uh, we went to town, got hoodwinked by a guard, stole some stuff from a gross-looking chef, um, and then got drunk at a bar and got hit in the head with a cudgel. Uh, and so now... Uh, we are somewhere, I'm not quite sure where we're at, or what the world is going on, but there is a nice picture of, uh, somebody looking at us, um, what seems to be in a ship's dungeon with a bunch of other filthy Shanghai people. So, continuing on, you open your eyes and feel a pain thundering in your head. Lose two stamina points, of course, of course. Uh, you raise your hand and roll the back of your neck. You take in the surrounding. The ground is rocky, soft, and you have some kind. Uh, you're not recovered from. Uh, the ground is rocking soft, and you either have not recovered from your blow, or you're in a ship of some kind. Of course, the wooden pit you're in, with an opening at the top, suggests a ladder. Other bodies are sprawled on the floor around you, and sh- uh, and shake one awake. He is in the same state as you are, and rubs his head with his hand. You ask him where you are, and together you come to the conclusion that you have been waylaid. Captured to be a crew on a slave galley. There is no hope of reaching the door high ceiling. Do you wish to cast a magic spell? Or will you wait to see what happens? Um, I think we are going to wait to see what happens because we can't cast a spell. Uh, so 179. Okay. Uh. Several more uh, inert bodies are thrown down in the hole, but none of the ship's crew appear. After several hours, noise from above indicate the ship is leaving dock. You you will you still have no escape route. Slowly, the ship you leaves harbor, and your fate is sealed. You're destined to become a galley slave, and now your quest for the crown must be abandoned. No! I don't want to be a galley slave! Phil! No! No, Phil! Okay, um... Yeah, so that is like what, like two minutes into this uh, thing, uh, exactly, exactly what I was saying last time about like every decision, like is anxiety-inducing thing, like will this be the end of you? And obviously, this is the end of you. Um, it's just like, oh yeah, you can't, uh, you can't get out. You're just like a slave person now. Uh, so, uh, so long, Phil. Uh, you were horrible, and I hate you. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so what we're going to do now is, what's this? We're going to flip that paper over and create a brand new character. And we're going to start this all over again because I am not going to, the last thing I'm going to do is die in like a slave ship. So we're going to do skills, stamina, and uh, luck. So my skill this time is going to be, is going to be much better. Nine, stamina is going to be plus 12. 
So a little less, so 19. And my luck is going to be uh, seven. So not that lucky. And it's going to be, I don't know, let's call him, let's call him Cal. So that's Cal. So and he's got his two provisions. He's got his 20 gold. Okay, so we're not going to do the same the same thing as last time. So we're, gonna, we're not going to read the beginning of the thing. You can go back to the first recording. So we get to the thing. Uh, you know, we go to the door 178 and be like knocking. Be like, hey, what's up? Let me in. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, um, he instructs you to wait while he checks your officer. You may either wait. So I'm just going to wait this time. I'm not going to pay the gold because he just robs me. Uh, he appears moments later, uh, uh, otherwise turn to page 291. So, uh, the front march to the building, shoves you inside, locking behind you, gather yourself and look around, 2 page 54. So we're just going to breeze through uh, this first part where we like talk to the guy and get some information. Uh, uh, turn, uh, we're going we're gonna to wait for the return, we ain't got much to do. Uh, Eat from your provisions. Uh, uh, let's eat from the provisions again. Let's feed this guy. I feel like it's a good idea to feed this guy. He's a good guy. Uh, gain two stamina points. So we're gonna lose provision because uh, you know we give him a little bit and we eat a little bit, so it's fine. Uh, then turn to page three thirty three. There's a lot of page turning before we even get into the city. So uh you become sleepy will you curl up on the floor and sleep the night yeah of course because he, he's fine watch we do this and he totally like kills us um uh the guard okay so all right okay all right hold on a second as you wake you hear a sound at the door the guards have returned presumably they are satisfied that you are no threat to the city and shove you outside followed by the old man and something of a daze you will stumble off down the road to Kare. He a little ahead of you. You watch him, and he reminds you of he he. You watch him, and are reminded of your suspicions. You stop and check your pack. You should have not have trusted the uh, the black guard, as he has stolen an artifact from you. Cross one item of your choice off your adventure sheet. If you have no artifacts, you must lose one from your provisions. You shout after him, but he is way ahead of you, and now has turned right at the junction. Uh, you have to run to catch up. You darn right, we're gonna run to catch up. So I lost my one provision. He stole it from me. Oh, he's dead, man. He is dead. I was wrong. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to attack him in the street. Um, you reach the junction ahead. This offers you through way. You are on the outskirts of the city, and huts are loosely grouped. Um, da 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 uh, roadway, uh, So, to the left, groups of scruffy youngsters are walking away from the roadway with packs on their backs. Ahead of the road leads straight to the center of Kare, what appeared to be the main road. To the right, you see an old man disappearing in the hut on the left side of the track. Uh, which direction will you choose? Um... Okay, so we're going to go a completely different direction on this playthrough with Cal, because uh, he heard about uh, Phil, and uh, Phil made the wrong choices in life. Not like Cal. Cal knows what he's doing. He's a smart guy. So we are going to, um, let's see, we're going to turn left. We are going to go to the Elven Opium Den. So, going to head to the kids, the, get, hang out with the youth. You know, they know what's going on in the city. You follow the children up the road. Homes and hovels line the track, and you are wary as you pass. Strange faces appear at the windows watching you. From around a bend, a troop of guards appear. Thinking swiftly, you dart into the hut by the roadside and close the door. The guards march past you and breathe a sigh of relief. 
but where are you? You look around the dismal hut and jump as you three three ugly faces gape it, gawping at you. The room is untidy and contains a little more than a straw mattress and a low table with three creatures. A group of black elves are staring vacantly at you. A heavy sweet smell hits your nostrils and explains other lethargy. They are puffing at a hookah containing smoking weed. One of them gathers himself together enough to talk to you and ask you to join them. What will you do? Uh, uh. Sit down with them and draw with the hookah. We are definitely not smoking uh, with them. There is uh, no way. Apologize and leave. Or we can see if you can learn some information. Or as always, as like... Okay, so as in the old game Fallout, you may be know of uh, the newer games like Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, and all that. So, But in the original two Fallouts, there was always... I'd always talk to somebody. And it was always these... You know, talk to him about this, ask him about this, be like, see about this. And always the last option was like, pick a fight. It was more like pick a fight. It was more like take out your gun and like shoot them in the chest or, you know, or, or like be like, be like, tell them their life's not worth living and then like punch them in the nose or something like that. Something was like really drastic. And it's like, try a weapon and challenge them. It's like, we have no really reason to do that. So I don't think we're going to, we're going to do that right now, but I assume everyone in this city is a bad guy, so we got to be careful. So we're not going to, A, sleep or, like, smoke with them or do anything else. But we are going to see if they got the information. Turn page 242. Let's see here. Uh, you try desperately to start a conversation. The smokers are very vague and offer a little information for you. You ask them whether they know a scholar of some kind in the area. They look dumbly at one another and then nods and motions with his hands down the road ahead of you. There's a little point in continuing the conversation you leave. Turn to page 213. Okay. Okay. Uh, you leave the hut. The guards have disappeared down the road. You may continue. A little way up the pass uh, is a small pond. As you look into it, a small silver fish darts out from behind a stone and looks up at you. Bubbles come from its mouth. It appears to speaking to you. It is hovering over a gold piece, which presumably someone has tossed in the pond. Will you bend down closer to find out whether it is speaking to you? Snatch the gold piece, continue on your way, or cast a spell. Um... Well, sure, why not? Let's go talk to the fish. Uh, speaking to you, it's probably casting a spell. It's going to turn us into a fish, and then we're going to die. Okay, so let's um, talk to the fish. Uh, you bend down close and put your ear to the surface of the water. The little surface spits at you with a drop of water lands on your cheek. It, a fish could laugh. If, if fishes could laugh, you would swear the fish was chuckling at you again, and its mouth bubbles at you. A sound comes over the bubbles, uh, but excuse it. It sounds like uh, What can this mean? The fish swims back uh, to the rocks, and you may now either continue on your way or try to pick up the coin. Uh, I'm gonna try and pick up the coin, cause. Everywhere it, cause, okay. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to pick up the coin. If you wish to grab the coin, you must test your luck. If you do not wish to waste your luck, try leaving the pond. Turn twenty eight. The little silverfish will be outraged if you try and take its coin. It will dart up and bite you. If you are lucky, you manage to grab the coin. The fish will bite you one stamina point. If you are unlucky, um. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to continue to try and get away. I don't want to steal this guy's gold piece. He's just a little fish. That seems to be kind of mean. Uh, so we're just going to leave the little fish, even though he was kind of rude, and just leave. Float the road, you reach a fork where you may continue either straight ahead or to the left. 
A hut stands in the fork, and a stallion is tied up outside of it. You may take the track up to the left, turn to page 300, continue ahead to 33, or may walk over to the horse. We're going to walk over to the horse! 183! Let's talk to the horse! The horse nervously as you approach, shifting uneasily. You may try to talk to it, try to climb on its back, or leave it alone. We're going to try and talk to it. We are definitely not going to try and climb on its back. That is not going to happen. He's going to buck us off, and we're going to die. Uh, the animal looks at you strangely, but you try a few soothing words and it calms down, but gives no indication of a response. Eventually, you give up with this one-way conversation. As an quite piece, you can try climbing on its back, or you may leave it and continue on your journey. Now we'll try and climb on its back. <laughs> now that it's, it's nice and it, it's supple. Um, you release its reins and swing up on its back. It whinnies loudly and rears in the air. Before you can react, it it, it bolts off back down the road as you came. You may hold on tightly to see whether it takes you or test your luck to tend to stop it and get off. Uh, we're going to see where it takes us. Let's go for it. Come on. 268. Cal's a man who 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 is very unlucky, mm. but will kind of uh, grab fortune by the reins and turn to page 268 and see where it's going to take us. Uh, okay. The horse gallops down the road the way you came, and you hang on desperately. It is heading towards a scattering of huts with a small, scaly creature runs across the road in front of it, causing it to rear up. You slide off the horse's backside and land on the ground. Luckily, you are unhurt. The horse whinnies and races off along a different track, and you pick yourself up. We you approach the hut on the left of the road, or another on the right. If you prefer, you may ignore these and continue past them. Uh, uh, what's the hut on the left of the road? Let's try that. Let's see what these huts are. Yeah. Oh, these are the, these are the chainmaker guys. So we've already done that. So, um, you know what? We are gonna go to the chainmaker hut because I want that chain. So, uh, we'll call up for the chainmaker. Um, and I am gonna get that chain again. And we and this time, this time we are gonna use that on a bad guy. And in fact, we didn't even fight anybody last time. We just got like beaten up because we got too drunk. Um, uh, how much he wants for it? Three thirty-two. Let's see. Uh, 332. Oh, but now it's going to cost more because it looks like I'm rich. Okay. If your skill score is 8 or more, dang it is, he looks like a fairly powerful and wealthy traveler uh, at 5 gold pieces. Uh, you know, bargain. Luckily, he lets you bargain him. Uh... Try to test our luck. Alright, I tested my luck. My luck goes down to six. Uh, but I get it for one gold piece. And I get my magic chain. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, uh, so, that's sweet. We got that chain. Yes. Okay. So, and then we turn to page nine. We already know about the chain. So, it's awesome. We didn't get to use it last time, but... Uh, Pleasant smells wafting. Uh, is it has another from which a pleasant smells wafting? You can go see what's happening. Turn to page. Uh, you should read 171. Uh, 171. Let's see here. Uh, we're, getting, we're going to the other hut across the street. You know, the one with that weird guy. Because uh, we were going to get that stuff because we want that magic mirror and that uh, little. little uh, uh, would have a scroll or something. Uh, we're going to ask for permission to enter because he had some type of poison that was going to fall on us and kill us. 
So, um, uh, enter might, but you take care of open the door. You give the door a shove and step back quickly as a vile liquid falls to the floor from the top of the door. You walk forward to the hut, turn to page 43. Uh, Ooh, do we want do we want to attack this guy? I'm not sure that we do. Um, uh, uh, how much money we got? We got 19 gold. We can afford to pay it. Uh, so uh, let's see. Try to talk to it. So we're gonna do the, like the talking. I don't think we want to fight it just yet. Uh, we'll we'll save it for later. Um, uh, let's see. Let's say we, we ask it to buy some food. We're like, hey, I like food. Um, it has five gold pieces. Okay, so we're down to night 14. But uh, we get stamina back, so we're back up to... to, to, to uh... No, no, we didn't lose any stamina. So we're at 19. I forget that we actually are a little bit less tough than last time. Then our guy, Phil. So uh, let's see. He wants to pay, attack it. Uh... Uh, let's see, let's see, uh, yeah, we, we pay, we pay a hundred, uh, let's see, come a hundred, hmm, we steal the box, give me that box, uh, let's see, okay, so we get back two gold pieces, so we're back up to, uh, uh, 16 gold pieces, um, and we get, we get the, we get the strange mirror, and, uh, the parchment, that can't read. Yeah. 294. Okay. This time we are definitely not going uh continue to let your junction we either can uh, we either continue or turn left. We're gonna continue and keep going straight this time. Okay. Okay, so alright, so you press on uh, around a bend of the road. Uh, a couple of hundred yards ahead of you, you can see crowds of people and creatures sprawling across the roadway. Several tents have been erected where joined by lines of colorful flags. You're approaching some sort of festival. Um, you decide to continue to see what's going on. You meet with a crowd and pass around at various events. A group of musicians is playing a merry jig and a troop of dancer. Elsewhere, a dwarf is trained a uh, dan dancing bear on a lead. Uh, and from a marked out ring under a canvas, uh, a ruffian is asking for challenges to take on his champion. Ooh, Cal's a man. Well, he all right. It's time. It's time to rough up this champion. Let's see. Try your luck against a champion. Let's go. Come on. Let's beat up this guy. Oh my goodness! It is a boxing ring. Um. Okay. From within the ropes of the ring, Ruffian's voice announcing the challenger. All right, folks, we've got a challenger in a white corner. Let's hear your appreciation for Anvar the Barbarian. Cheers come from the onlookers. And in the back corner, uh, brawling champion of Car, the mighty ogre, the one called Skull Splitter, Kogu of Dudule. Again, cheers come from the crowd as a great bald-headed brute steps in the ring. This should be quite a fight. The Barbarian is taller than the ogre. Uh, but the ogre's arms and legs are solid muscle. Wages are being made in the crowd. You may, if you wish, bet on the outcome of the fight, or you may decide just to watch. If you wish to take up the champion's challenge yourself, uh, as the prize winner is 15 gold pieces, turn to page 334, if you not wish to bet. Uh... Oh. 
I'm not gonna bet because I because I, I got 16 gold and I don't want to lose. So two, so we're gonna go 234. We're just gonna we're just gonna watch for now as he just like pounds this guy into nothingness. Okay, 234. Oh, that's not good. These are, are kind of tough. Um. Okay. Uh, the fight starts. You must resolve this battle between the barbarian and the ogre. So we're going to the barbarian first. Um, ooh, okay. So it's basically like how this works is I roll. So to the example, so I have nine skill points. I rolled a five, so I rolled a fourteen. Um, he has a skill of seven. He rolls two d six. He got a three, which is a ten. So I do two damage to. I'm gonna write this down. So the barbarian and the ogre. So I do two damage to the barbarian. Boom! A sucker punch him. Ooh, that's not good. Thir that's, that's like a uh, like a twelve. Oh, that's not good. He, he beats me. So it's something good. Something fierce. Okay, let's try it again. Come. Oh, my balls are shit. Okay. Uh, so I think I actually. 11. Yeah, I beat him that time, but just barely. He comes in for a right cross, and I just, like, sucker punch him again. The barbarian. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Come get some, baby. Come on. Roll, adult, roll 12. Yeah, yeah. I, I punch him so hard in the face. Come get it. Okay, so that's two. That's seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's KO time. KO time for the Barbarian. I just give him a quick, like, one-two, and then, like, you know, work the body a little bit. All right, now the Ogre steps up, and this is going to suck. This is, like, basically pure luck, because his skill is nine, and my skill is also nine. Uh, so I'm going to roll. That's a nine. That's good. That's good. All right. And that's a three. Okay, well, this makes it easier, because basically it's based on just our rolls. So did some damage to him. Because if I roll higher than him, I get it. Because our skill is basically the same. We're both the same, uh, like, skill level. Uh, nine and eight. Oh, no. He just damaged to me. He, he beat me. That's a six. That's a five. I do a couple more damage to him. I'm working the ogre. You got to work, work the body. You got to work the ogre body. That's a four. It's not good. I say, I, I say that as I try and work the body. And then uh, he works my face. Uh... That's a seven. That's also a seven. Uh, hold on. That's a good question. I forgot what happens. Let me see here. During combat, with we, we both use this, get the same uh, thing. Where is combat? Okay. Uh, hmm. Bruin did. Hmm. Okay. All right. So we both roll the same. It doesn't matter. We start the round over again. Basically, we, we avoid each other's blows. That's an eight and a six. He gets a, he gets another one. So I'm I'm whittling him down. I got about like half health. Uh, that's an eight and a seven. I am just barely like working him. I'm 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 still working the body. That's what I'm doing. I am really focused on working his body. I think that's the weak point. Yeah, that's another one. So that's uh that's ten. Oof. I'm I'm just working him. He's like, oh, <laughs> and now I go with a knockout blow. I just hit him so hard in the body that you just like, just hear just, you know, 
the lungs collapse. You know, you hear that. They hear the hear the, hear the crunch. It's like you know, it's like stepping on like a like a like a roasted chicken. Just like you know, you hear the insides just cracking. Okay, all right, he's down. All right, as a battle uh, after the battle, one thirty six. Remember to claim any wings you bet on the fight. So I didn't bet on the fight. Uh, it was just me trying to work it. Okay, you have now seen how the champion fights. Eight eighty two, but did I had to fight him? Three twenty three. Who am I gonna? F Wait, I thought. Hold on, I might have. I might have screwed that up here. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. Okay. I think I did screw that up. Okay. So, so what happened is they were supposed to fight each other and not fight me, I guess. Um, so, uh, okay. Uh, full health. Uh, I'm just going to say, cause I beat, the, I beat, the, I beat the snot of both of them. Uh, uh, I, I, I turned to page 323, uh, prize money okay so i get 15 gold so my gold is up to 31 yeah i'm not going to refight them both so basically what happens i kind of screw that up so they're supposed to fight together and then i'm supposed to step in as the new champion and then there's like trickery of foot where he's like oh they've healed him totally now you got to fight him but i fought for i stepped in the ring and i fought them back to back and i beat them to death and now i get my 15 gold but i got more important things to do i don't want to remain the new champion i got stuff to do and plus, now I'm rich. So, now I don't feel so bad about paying for a lot of stuff. So, uh, 263. Uh, you leave the festival, but as you pass one of the tents, your interest in sign takes your eye. Cabinet of fortune. Try your luck. A prize for all. Only two gold pieces. You just see what's going on. Two pages for 240, if not. Yeah, I'm going to get a prize. 240. Come on. Gold to spend. I'm rich. So, you enter the tent, and a grimy bearded man... Ooh, oh goodness. This place is so gross. You enter the uh, tender tent and grubby bearded man greet you. It's like a picture of like a like a like a little elf in a like a like an egg looking thing. Welcome, welcome, my friend, he says, somewhat over enthusiastically, and lets you see uh what prize you can win today. Uh there are no losers at Honest Hannes Cabinet of Fortune. He takes you over to a large glass ca uh, cabinet. Inside are all manners of items, jewelry, books, gold, pouches, and food. A small mite is sealed within the cabinet. Just two gold pieces, my friend. You will see what my little pet will fetch for you. If you wish to try your luck, give him two gold pieces and turn to page 318. If you respect or trickery, do not wish. I know it's a scam, but, like, you know, we're all having fun here. You know, it's like one of those things. You go to the fair and... You know, you're playing the carny games and stuff. You know it's all a scam, you know. But it's all fucking good fun, you know. So we'll take page 318. So we'll see what it'll get us here. Maybe it'll get us something fun. Okay. Um, he takes your money and presses a small button on the side of the cabinet. With a squeal, the mite leaps from its perch and flutters around a prize in the cabinet. Selecting one, it flies over to the chute into the box and drops in the prize. Uh, this then drops the box at your feet. What will you receive? Roll one die if you roll a... One. Oh, oh, my goodness, a bunch of things. Uh, 
Oh, okay. So you can test your luck. If you test your luck and are lucky, you may choose one of the six options on the table uh, above instead of rolling a dice. True, you don't know which is are valuable and which are worthless, but as a hint, only one of the numbers, one, three, is a valuable item, but two, four to six are. So if you're curious, it's better if they four to six. All right, we're not gonna test our luck because my luck is already six and that's not great and I gotta save it. So we're just gonna roll for it. Let's see what the mic gives us. It's a two. So turn to page five. I mean, it's just something. A pouch drops in the cab of the ground by your feet. You open and look inside, but it is empty. You may take it with you, perhaps to hold gold uh, if your own pouch is lost. You will soon discover that the pouch was not empty. After all, as you opened it, a family of fleas sprang to your arms and is now making itself home around your body. Uh, but you will not notice this until the bites are itching sometime later. Apart from the inconvenience, though, there is no real problem. You leave the tent and continue. So I have, quote, fleas. 160. So I got fleas. I mean, maybe that'll come in handy. Um, maybe not. Uh, you enter the nearby city of Kare. The huts and dwellings are much more densely located in the road. Creatures along the streets watch you pass. You come to a fork where you may either turn left or continue towards the port area, which you choose. We're going to turn left. We don't want to go to the port because the port's where the sailors are and sailors suck. Uh... Following street, you eventually come to another junction where you may either carry straight on or turn down another street to the right, which you choose. We're going to continue to go straight. Go to 131. Let's see what we find out here. The street eventually meets another. Turning right will take you into the center of Kari, uh, and you choose this route. Turn to page 165. All right. Well, I guess we're doing what we're doing. Uh, night is approaching, and you have wished to spend it in the streets. Uh, oh, this is the end. We're going to go to the Wayfair Inn. We are not talking to this this jerk face. Uh, you know the wayfarers rest and it's noisy. Um, uh, bed, perhaps some provisions. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna spend the eight gold. Uh, eat and rest. Turn to page three thirty one. See three thirty one. Yeah, we're just gonna eat and kind of relax. Uh, let's see. You be the innkeeper. Eat your stupid grub. And it's super gross. And you meet the guy again. Um, uh, we accept his offer and continue the conversation. Uh, we're going to get some sleep. Get away from me. Do you have enough money to afford a room? If so, pay the innkeeper. Turn page 282. Yeah, we have enough room, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get some rest here. So, you want to search your room. The room is dark, and you have been given no candle. So you go up around the bed and sit on it. You may, if you wish, eat provisions here. Um, if you're not eating already, you lie back in the mattress and fall asleep. 2.27. Probably get robbed or something at night. Okay. Ooh, this is a grisly picture. You have the strangest dream that you have been captured by a torture with sadistic imagination who is plotting all sorts of horrific fates on you. You wake up in a fright cold sweat. It is just about sunrise and early morning light comes through the window and lights up your room. Above your head is a sight which makes you freeze. Your movement is restricted by tough leather ties which strap you to the bed. And above uh, your neck is a sharp heavy blade of a guillotine. A chuckle from the bedside catches your attention and you look over in squinting eyes at the innkeeper. He laughs loudly. He is after meat for the day stew, which you may be providing. Perhaps he does not like to kill others himself, or perhaps he just delights in prolonging suffering. But whatever the reason, he has given you a chance of escape. With a rope fixed around your left hand and wrist, uh, he undoes the ties you can feel the weight in your hand. You may pull or release the rope. One choice will mean certain death. The other 
will raise the blade and allows you to sit up and unfasten your ties, laughing you but obviously quite mad. And will give you no help. Will you pull the rope or release it? Uh, let's see. There is. Oh my goodness! Is there? Because they have a picture in here, but I'm not sure that this picture is uh any help here. Okay, so if you pull this, it goes to there, that one, which is attached to all these gears, which is attached to this gear, which will eventually kind of pull this, which will pull these. Oh my goodness, I'm going to pull the rope? Or should I keep it? Let's, uh, uh, let's release the rope. Yeah, let's release the rope. Uh, the guillotine blade rises and you breathe a sigh for The innkeeper curses and disappears downstairs, allowed to release your bonds. You leave the inn smartly. Add one luck point to your uh, correct choice. You may add two stamina points for your night's sleep. 267. Ugh. This is awful. Okay, so I'm back up to seven. <sighs> I hate this. Uh, 267. <laughs> uh, did you eat yesterday? If not, you're now famished and must have three stamina points. If you did eat, you suffer no penalty. Turn to page 325. Okay. Ugh. Okay. You leave the inn. In the morning light, you can see that it is almost on the riverside and is a short distance from the harbor bridge. The the, uh, the only crossing of the uh, Jibaji. You cross the Great River. On the far bank, there's a fork in the road. Will you turn left or right? Left. Let's turn left. So, you follow a narrow winding street, which takes you past shops and stalls. It is still early, and they are not open for an hour or two yet, but there are stirrings within the houses as the day's activities begin. A face appears in one of the windows, seeming to watch you pass. Although its eyes are closed, you are not sure that you can actually be seen. Uh, another similar creature stands at the doorway, washing, uh, washing in the street. It is thin and spindly with a long face. And, asks, and again, its eyes are closed. More of the creatures, young males, are hanging out in a group a little farther up. They are talking and kicking stones in the gutter. One of them sees you and speaks to the others. This could be trouble. Ugh. Do you wish to continue normal and bid them a pleasant day as you pass, or continue but be ready to defend yourself if they attack, or take a side street and avoid uh, avoid them. Um, let's take a side street trying to avoid them. Because we already were in a, uh, quite a bit of fight. So, so page 24. Uh, they move towards you and you nip down a side street to the left. They chase after you. They are quick runners and you have to try to lose them. Will you first turn first uh, right, then left? Wait, first right, first left, first right, first right, next right, first left. First left, first right. Turn to page 41. I don't know what to we'll take. It we'll take a direction. Run! You come to a stopped outside a hut. The footsteps behind you are getting louder. You decide to nip into the hut. Turn to page 324. Okay. That's not bad. Your eyes... Uh, you enter the hut and your eyes widen. The room is inside is covered from floor to ceiling and trinkets. Some piled up to shelves. Some hang from the ceiling. Others lean against the wall. 
The hut is lined with weapons, pottery, jewelry, uh, domestic objects, magical items, and so on. Sitting cross-legged on the floor is a small bearded gnome. He rubs his hands and greets you as you come in. His squeaky voice invites you to sit and barter with him. If you wish to barter, you will have to be prepared to exchange some of your items from your equipment uh, for some of his. If you have no items to barter, you may not sit down. If you'd like to see what he has to offer, turn to page 264. Well, yeah, we're going to barter. Let's see what he's got here. Um, okay, so, huh. let's see, 264, okay, good, good, squeaks the gnome, let's see what sort of bargain we can give you today, the items he has are offer listed below, you must select four items from your own equipment, you may not choose gold provisions or your weapon, uh, and, and, and list them, uh, al allocating each a different number between two and five. You may select two of his art articles on offer for each of your choices. Roll one die. If you roll a one, he's not interested in anything you're offering. He will instead accept any article stolen from your equipment list. He will take the article you've offered, which corresponds to this number instructed above. He wants two items as exchange for this one. Roll again twice. Okay. If you wish to, uh, you wish to go for two of his articles on the second roll, you can. Okay. So if you do not have enough equipment or you do not wish to spend in possessions, you cast a spell. The following are available. You may choose two. Bamboo Flute, Bag of Goblin Teeth, Lucky Talisman, Enchanted Compass, Large Backpack, Beeswax. The, uh, the reference next to each object are for turning uh, to acquire it. When you have finished with your gnome, turn to page 158. All right. Um, so we got... We, we, okay, so we got an extra bag. Um, uh... I don't think we want any of this stuff because we uh because uh, I have to take two right. Oh, let's see. You must select four items from your own equipment. You may not choose gold, provisions, weapon, and list them. Okay, a different number between two and five. You may select two of his articles to offer. Okay. All right. So yeah. So all right. So I'll put it out. I'll put uh, the bag, the parchment, the thing, and I'll scrape off some fleas too because those are technically an item. And it gave it to me. Okay, so the magic chain. He he is not interested. Uh, he's not interested in the magic chain. How about the strange parchment? Um, he'll take the article you've offered, which corresponds to the number instructed above. Okay. So so he so he'll he'll take the parchment. He'll take the fleas. Um, he wants two items in exchange in exchange for this one. We'll look in twice, ignoring ones and sixes, sixes to see what he wants. Okay. Let's see. Mm -hmm. uh, two of his articles to offer. Okay. Okay, two of his... Oh, I, okay, I did that wrong again. Sometimes these things aren't exactly clear. So, all right, so what I want is I want, I want the flute. I definitely want the flute. And I want the compass. Okay. So. Okay, so he's willing to. Uh, okay. So he's willing to. So t he's willing to change the compass. So for two, three, four, five. All right, hold on. Yeah, two, three, four, five. For the bag, I am going to get the compass. I get no more bag. My cheap little bag, but I got the compass. And he wants to trade the flute. Uh, five. Nope. 
three. For the parchment, I can't read. I'm not going to do it. I just want the magic compass uh, because I can't, because I have a feeling that parchment that I can't read is very important and I don't want to get rid of it. Um, so we're going to do enchanted compass. I'm excited. What does enchanted compass do? Ooh, I get magic items. All right, so. All right, you may use this artifact to help you locate the lines of a spell if you follow its direction. It will take you immediately to the vicinity of the last person in the adventure who knows a spell line. When you wish to use it, turn to page 319. Ugh, it's all this magic stuff. I don't care. Now turn to page 264. I, I, I'm, I'm not a magic guy. I'm just a guy with a sword. What about sword stuff? Alright. Okay. Alright, so we're back. Um, I'm going to turn to page... We're, we're done with the gnome. We're, we're done. We're done. We're done. It's not as good as I thought. You cautiously leave the hut looking down the street. There is no one about. You are about to find your way in the main street and continue on. Turn to page 89. Okay. Okay. Further along the road, you come to a fork where you may continue either right or left. The left fork heads out of the city, uh, while the one leads down a short street towards a large building upon which a signpost reads, The Gambling Halls of Vlada. A great bronze statue stands at the fork, and its feet is a pot which contains many gold pieces. Uh, from what you can make out, this must be one of the gods of Kare, and the pot contains offering from worshippers. Do you wish to continue out of the city along the left rock? Take the right, or sorry, frock, fork. Take the right fork and visit the gambling hall, or grab a handful of coins in the pot at the feet of the statue. Oh, that'd be a big mistake. Um, let's, uh, let's see. Let's get, let's get out of this city. Let's, let, let's, let's try and get somewhere else. 104. Um, you carry on down the road until a strange sight makes you stop. A mound of earth and rock, some 18 inches tall, stands in the center of the road. It forms a circle about three feet across, and the surface is black and shiny. Do you want to investigate? Or will you ignore and continue? Uh, let's investigate. Let's see what's going on. The shiny surface appears to be a pool of shimmering black liquid. As you peer into it, footsteps come from behind you. So a stranger wanders about our portals, eh? Cracks a voice. Well, that's where we dump our rubbish. Anyone and anyone is strangers. Before you can turn around, two hands shove into the circle. Turn to page 270. Oh, goodness. Um... You float slowly down through the air, turning over and over. In the pitch black, you cannot see a thing. Then, as if you were falling down a tunnel, you see a spot of light in the distance, which grows uh, larger as you fall toward it. Eventually, you emerge to a fate that is almost worse than death. Eventually, you're in the sewers of the deep under the car, right? Tunnels disappear in all directions, and stench is unbearable. You have landed in a disgusting pile of unbelievable filth, slime, excrement, sludge, dung, and dreads, and you're up to your neck in it. Before you can even try to crawl the quagmire, a splashing sound comes to your left, draws your attention. A small opening in the wall right next to you. Coming, pouring down the chute is a torrent of liquid sewage and pig swill. With a moment, it will burst from the chute straight to your face. You must decide it quickly. Will you duck to avoid it? If you if you wish to duck, uh, if you if you if you could not bear to duck, turn to page three twenty seven. Um, we're gonna try and duck. Duck it. You take a deep breath and duck down to the foul sludge. When you come up for air, the, the, the deluge has gone and you can clamor out of the predicament. The experience has made you ill and you must deduct three stamina points. You clean yourself off as best you can and now you must try and find a way out. Came back down to ten stamina. Continue ahead. Uh, con 
continue ahead, take the first right, then right again, take the first left and left again, take the first left, and then straight on. I don't know. Uh, we're going to try and uh, continue ahead, take the first right, and then right again. No, take the first left and then straight on. 174. Okay. You find yourself in a dead-end passage. You must turn around to retrace your steps. What should we do? Uh, first left, then right, first right, first left, first straight, or first right, third left, first... Oh, I don't know. 298. It's not, like, it's not like they give you an indication of, like, what this will actually go or where you will go. Uh, you find yourself in a dead end. Turn around and take the first right. Sure. <laughs> sure. I think it might actually want to have you make a map here. but uh, You arrive in a dead-end passage, knee-deep in sewage. A bubbling uh, a bubbling in the liquid ahead of you makes you uh, apprehensive. As you watch a shape rise out of the water, the smooth, flabby shape of a large slime eater stands before you. No. It sees you and roars loudly, reaching out with blubbery arms. You have to fight the creature. Uh, okay. Uh. Oh no, okay. Oh, it's super gross. No, alright, time to fight the slime eater. Alright, come come get some, baby. Alright, skill is seven, my skill is nine. Oof. Okay, alright. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm pounding on the slime eater. I'm gonna come get some, baby. It's a six. It's a ten. It's a six, a fifteen, a ten, a seventeen. Oh! It, it got me. Slime eater. Seven. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to continue. How much stamina does the slime eater got? Stamina is 11. So, it's a five. That's a, four, that's a 14. And a seven, which is also 14. So, we miss each other. It's a three. Seven. Oh, it gets me again. I'm down to six. It's not good. Five. Not looking good. Not looking good. Not looking good for old Carol here. Oh, there we go. Now he's digging deep, digging deep to be able to, to fight this horrible monstrosity. Uh, that's an eight. And his is a nine. That's enough to do another cut, little bit of damage. Uh, so that is. So one, two, three, four, three, six. So that'd be eight. Oh yeah, oh I'm really I'm really I'm really uh, giving it now. So that's a seven and a five. Yeah, I beat the slime monster, but I am horribly injured. Uh, turn to page one ninety six. I'm like, oh my my organs. You you better leave fast. The slime eaters usually feed in groups. Uh, the chances are there are others in this passage. Which way will you go? Oh my goodness. Uh, turn to page 42. Okay, let's try that out. Uh, uh, you were in a dead-end passage. You must turn and head back. Which way will you go? Uh, let's, uh, second right, first left, I think. That sound good? You find yourself in a dead-end passage. You have to turn around again. Uh, let's turn to page 69, this one. Hopefully we get out of this place. Uh... 
Uh, you drive into a dead end passage, but the light is shining into the passage room above. You look and see a hole in the top of the sewer. A rope is hanging down with a bucket in the end of it. Perhaps you found a disused well. You leap and grab the rope. You start a long uh, sh shinny up the rope to light above, but there is a tiring climb. You must lose two stamina points, but you can add two luck points for finding a way out of the thing. Oh, okay. I'm at two stamina. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay, so nine. Yeah, find your way out of... The sewers, the top you are indeed returning the surface through a well. You, you, you rest to you catch your breath and turn. You may either continue out of Kare or back towards the city port to investigate a building standing in the graveyard. Oh, the vampire guy, yeah. All right, first we're going to do, we're going to pray to our, um, our, 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 our deity. We say, deity, I love you. Please don't let us die. And then we'll go back up to 19 stamina points. Uh, but we can only do that once. Uh, which I was down to two stamina points, and I was like almost dead. So that sucked. All right, so uh, we'll finish it there after my stupid adventure in the sewers um, and beating a slime monster and, and bargaining for a compass. Uh, now we're going to get to the real thing. We're going to go to the graveyard to page 83. Now we're going to head there. Uh, okay. Oh, there's a noble here. All right. Totally, we're gonna we're gonna be there. All right, so I'm gonna write down where we where we were, so that we get back there the next time. Okay, folks. So that'll be it for this time. Uh, Phil, I don't know, he's slaving somewhere. Who cares? But Cal is is well on his way to uh to victory. Uh, maybe. Uh, probably not. He's probably going to die by like a vampire bite. I can already see. All right, folks, we'll, we'll have a good, uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Uh, and we'll see you next time for more, uh, uh, partying in the awful, um, city of Kare where everybody is a jerk. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, folks.